Uh, I'm here at the ARGFest, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hey, I'm Jeremy Barber. I'm the producer of Madison Atkins. Okay, and what's that? Madison Atkins is an uh, interactive fiction. Uh, some people call it an alternate reality game, uh, but it's basically a, a mystery surrounding a college girl named Madison and her friend Adam. And um, how does the story or narrative play out then? Uh, it plays out through videos on YouTube and interaction through Facebook and emails and Twitter accounts and that kind of thing. Okay, and um, exactly how does it work through Facebook and Twitter and YouTube? Well, what happens is that um, Madison and her cohort, Adam, they're in communication classes. They're communication majors. And in their summer school sessions, they have all these video projects they have to do. Uh, one of them, one of their classes being new media, they have to make some sort of web 2.0, new media, social networks, they have to make a presence on that even if they don't already. Uh, and so they do that and that's how this all, all works in the plot. And how did you come up with this idea and why did you choose to use interactive fiction versus a normal novel or something else like that? I, uh, I don't know. You know, that's a great question. I, I actually am totally intrigued with the idea and experimenting with the form of interactive fiction. Uh, I like the idea that the audience plays a part. Um, I like the idea of it takes a village to figure shit out, uh, which is a direct Hillary uh, Clinton quote. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I was attracted to those ideas uh, about three years ago. And so I was watching other things that do that uh, or, or attempting to do that. Um, and I built a thing and in 2007 and had a following and then what I did is is that story went went as it went and then uh, I rebooted it I just started over from the beginning as though anything nothing had ever happened and how did you build up that following well I was playing to a an audience that was already in place for lonely girl 15 oh, okay. as I built something for the community of that that series and um, how did you keep in contact with your players, and was there anything else that you did? Well, the, the players uh, of, of the game, well, okay, so the t traditional um, producer, or what they call in the ARG world, the uh, puppet master fan relationship is usually one of secrecy. Usually people are playing games, they don't know who is involved and stuff. Well, um, the, oh. your Timex, your Timex is going off there. The, uh, but in, a, in, in my alternate reality game, people know who I am. And so uh, you can go to madisonatkins.com and it's two D's with a T, M-A-D-D-I-S-O-N-A-T-K-I-N-S.com. Anyway, and in my deal, you can uh, plug, that was a plug. Sure. Um, in my deal, uh, I'm on there, you know, as Jeremy and and, uh, and they can find me, you know, so, so there's a lot of free banter going back and forth between me and the people who follow the game. And uh, where do you see the game going in the future now? I don't know. You know, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish this run of things, and uh, there's a lot of really cool things that I've got to do. Where I've got uh, full-time actors working for me. I have a, a terrific, uh, essentially, a production manager named Miranda Witherspoon, who's a total genius. And uh, uh, my two actors, Faye Austin and uh, Jason Zednick, they're great. They're with me full-time. They're part of the. They've ventured onto this journey of being a part of the writing process, the, the revising process, the rehearsal process. And then the shooting process and even the editing process, I've actually outsourced to them a little bit. And I come in and, and help as much as I can. Um, but they've come along and have really uh, taken up the mantle and done it with me. And out of YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, what's been the most engaging thing for players? Um, the, the, the game is primarily at YouTube.com slash Madison Atkins. 
and that's where the game was initially, and that's where the game basically is now. Um, there's a benefit of having the videos and then all of the comment interaction right there for anybody who wants to catch up. Um, you really should go to madisonacus.com if you want to follow the game. Uh, we, we have, a, I mean, it's not a big, it's not a big game. It's not a big game. We have about 150 people on the site, um, a little bit more than that, but about 150 people who follow the game and play the game, which is, which is big, but also not gigantic, you know. And have you seen that YouTube Street Fighter game? I mean, are you going to do any kind of interactive YouTube sequences like they did? I don't, I'm not familiar with the YouTube Street Fighter game, um, but we try to do interactive stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of talking out of my ass because I've not seen the Street Fighter thing you're talking about. But I will soon, I'm sure. Um, but the, the whole game is interactive. Uh, it's really, the, the, the main characters of the game are totally oblivious and really, in many, many ways, helpless. Um, as, as in many alternate reality games. Sure. That's, the, that's a pretty traditional plot. Pretty girl, she's helpless, you've got to help her. Um, and in this situation, hopefully it works, you know? And where do you see interactive fiction going in alternate reality games going? Uh, and what you do know, you think needs to change to make them more mainstream? I don't know. You know, if I knew that, then I would be doing it. Um, yeah, are there any other things that you've learned as you've developed this game? Well, um, yeah, you know, I think it's really, really important to whatever audience you're performing for, you listen to them and you, you figure out ways to hear what they think. And I also think it's really important that if you have like a hunch or an idea that you follow through with it. I also think it's super important that if you're making something like this that you live within the boundaries of what your resources are. And you be realistic about it. A lot of people get romantic about, I mean the same way as you think about your ex-girlfriend or your ex-boyfriend and you're like, oh those were great times. They, they were great times but then there were a bunch of bad times you're forgetting. You're not being realistic with yourself. Sorry for that advice. If that hurt you, um, but essentially, in in game making, it's the same thing. You cannot be romantic about the of the things that you can sincerely accomplish. You only have so many hours in the day, and when you're making something that's interactive, something that's built one day at a time. If something happens on Monday, we sh write and shoot and edit on Monday. You know, in that kind of scenario, you don't have time to uh, deliberate over some shit. You know, yeah, just don't. And are you doing any other things to promote the game some more, um, to get the word out there? Um, I'm, and not, I'm not doing anything else to promote the game. It's word of mouth, and, um, and the people that play it like it, and I'm busy enough making sure that they're entertained. Okay, cool. Uh, any last words, then, for someone else who wants to get into interactive fiction or make those types of games? I don't know. I mean, I think everybody should do it. You know, if you can do it and you... Uh, the more people, the better, um, always. I th I'm a filmmaker, and so I think that about filmmaking. I think that if you want to make TV or if you want to make comedy or if you want to whatever you want to do, I say do it. Just get out. Now we're, me and uh, I'm in a band called The Mustens, and we write all the music for the game as well. And, um, yeah, I mean, whatever it is, whatever your endeavor, whatever your passion, I just, just do it. Just stop judging yourself and do it. Thank you very much.